All right, and we're back. What's happening, guys? This is Matt. Nick. Okay, so we're going to... What are we going to do today, Nick? We're going to do a... Uh, I'll say UFC 207 recap is in order. A quick, uh, a quick fight recap. Oh, man. So... Those of you guys who've listened to the last episode, I got like six or seven plays on the fucking thing. Woo! Twelve of them were me, so I listened to them each twice. Well, that was not bomb. You said you had six or seven plays. And yeah, and I listened to it twice. I know I was doing that on purpose, but it well, didn't work. It didn't yeah. work, and I stumbled over my words like an idiot. So two hundred seven, Ronda versus uh, Amanda Nunez went almost exactly how I thought it was gonna go, except for the one fight. That I said it was a lock, which is very embarrassing. I want to go ahead and run through the fight card again. I don't know what point you came in and started watching the fights, but um, the only one I actually watched was uh, did you, you watch Garbrand and Cruz, right? Yeah, that's the only one. And Gar- yeah, I started there. Okay, yeah. So I guess I'll give a brief because I don't want to like be the only one talking for this like last time. Um, I'll well, run I mean, through the. I'll run through the solo last time. Yeah, so. I know it, it, but it's hard. Uh. The the first fight of the night was Tim Means versus Alex Oliveira, the other cowboy. Uh, I said I liked Tim Means going into that fight. That was one of the only ones I had a pick on. And uh, Means, in my opinion, I think those were, by the, by the letter of the rules, those were illegal knees that he threw. What happened was Oliveira was on, he was like against the cage with a knee on the ground. And uh, Tim Means threw a couple of knees that hit him in the head. And the ref, I believe it was Dan Mergliata, called it a no contest. Which, by the letter of the rules, like I say, might be the right call. But I don't think those knees are any worse than if Tim Means had him in a clinch and threw two flying knees straight into his fucking forehead. Like, if you saw the knees... Yeah, I didn't see them. They really weren't. Like, they really were no worse than if, like I said, he kicked him in the head full blast. Like, it's just it's total bullshit that that's illegal. But, no contest. But I'm counting that one. I'm counting that one. Because in the street, Tim Means wins that shit. All right? Well, yeah. <laughs> so then Nico Price versus Brandon Thatch. Brandon Thatch has the worst ground game in the UFC. I swear to God. I tweeted after the fight. He needs to get with the BJJ wizard and uh, work on his ground game. That's his fourth submission loss in a row. All of them have been just... Okay, so he lost two rear naked chokes and then two arm triangles in a row. Like, it, it was just... This is not good. He needs to... He's probably going to get cut from the UFC... And he might make his way back fighting in smaller promotions, but who knows? Uh, Mike Powell got fucking destroyed. Uh, I did see a little bit of that one. You saw that? Did you see the knockout? Uh, fucking Alex Garcia punched him just boom right on the yeah, dot. Yeah, fucking I did see that. Knocked him the fuck out. It was bad. Uh, Antonio Carlos Jr. beat Marvin Vittori. I didn't like that decision. I understand that if you if like like I said by the rules he won, but Marvin Vittori uh, did a lot more beaten up on Carlos Jr. than the other way around. Like, Carlos... Uh, I'm just going to call him Carlos, not Carlos Jr. Um, Carlos had, like, the rounds he won, he won two rounds to one. But the rounds he won, he only won because he was dominating position. And Marvin Vittori won the round he won because he beat beat up Carlos a lot. So I don't think... I, I don't know. I, I just feel like that was kind of a shitty... Uh, not a shitty decision, but I'm disappointed with the way that went. Neil Magny versus Johnny Hendricks went sort of like I thought it would, except I didn't think Johnny Hendricks would try to wrestle fuck his way to victory. And I'm glad he didn't get the win. I don't care what you say. You don't get a fucking victory. This is not 1999 where takedowns and laying on top of somebody wins you the fight. It's not like that anymore. You can't win a fight by taking someone down and not doing anything. Neil Magny was on the bottom and outstruck Johnny Hendricks 2-1 to one, the entire fight. At the end of both, at the end of rounds 1 and 3... He had uh, 
He almost locked in a triangle. And he was elbowing the fuck out of Johnny Hendricks' head. I think Neil Magny won that fight, and he got the decision he deserved. Uh, so that was... I didn't... Let me mention this, too. Um, the betting website I use, I didn't realize this, but you have to go through a process of like uh, verification. So I didn't get the chance to bet like I wanted to, which actually wound up good in the long run because Cruz lost, but we'll get to that. But uh, Magny won that one. So he was, you know, he was... um. He was my first, I believe, my first pick, my first bet. Okay, now we're going to get to the main card. Louis Smoka, uh, Ray Borg defeats Louis Smoka by unanimous decision. He got two 10-8 rounds from, uh, he got a 10-8 round from two judges, I should say. He really beat the fuck out of him. And it, I feel like it was unfair. I don't want to sound like I'm making excuses for, for Smoka, but he had a terrible weight cut, and apparently he was on antibiotics. He tweeted that after the fight, um, which really kills your cardio and, and your ability to fight in general, really. Uh, and Ray Borg didn't didn't he missed weight by three and a half pounds. He didn't cut all the way down and drain himself like Smoka did. So I feel like there was I feel like that was an uneven fight in the beginning. I don't know. I wanted Smoka to win that one, but I don't think I had a definite pick, so I didn't really. And then Dong Hyun Kim, he was on my um, I actually put him on my betting slip after I did the the pre-fight thing. I put him on my slip as as the winner against Tarek Safadi, and he wound up winning. I thought the the decision was kind of a robbery. I think they gave it to Kim because he was the aggressor, but I definitely think Safadine was landing cleaner, better shots. But he, uh, Dong Hyun Kim was fighting wildly and advancing the whole time, which in the eyes of the judges, might you know that made him the winner. Okay, now uh, TJ Dillashaw versus John Lineker went almost exactly how I thought it was going to go. Um, only TJ took him down more than I thought he would. <clears throat> he started making me nervous whenever they were standing up together. Lineker actually caught him in the body and hurt him. It looked like in the uh, in the last twenty seconds of the fight, but TJ was doing his thing, moving in and out. He landed this sick uppercut at like the first round within the first minute, and it, I don't know. He was he was he outstruck Lineker and he beat the fuck out of him on the ground. There was a point where I want to say it was round two. TJ had him. Uh, they were they were on the ground and TJ had I think it was like half guard kind of, and he was posturing up and throwing down elbows. And John Lineker l- picks his head up and starts talking shit to Dillashaw in Portuguese. And in the post-fight press conference, Dillashaw, somebody asked him what he was telling him. He was like, I don't know. I even told him, I don't know what you're saying, dude. I don't speak Portuguese. <laughs> so it was a pretty funny thing. But John Lineker is a tough, tough motherfucker. And I think TJ deserves the next title shot. Okay, now you watch this one. Uh, Garbrandt versus Cruz. Yeah, I, that was the God only one. That damn. was the only one I watched from beginning to end. Well, the only well one of the dude. Those two were the only ones I watched from the beginning to end. I gotta eat that my words. A, yeah, yeah, I gotta. You do. I, I thought. Yes, you do. I thought this was the fight. I said was the lockdown. Like I, I didn't think Cody Garbrandt had much of a chance. I thought it was gonna be Cruz dancing around 50-45 decision. Uh, I said bet the house on Cruz. And uh, yeah, you know, ended up, uh, had I had I I was doing a parlay. I had Dong Hyun Kim, T.J. Dillashaw, Dominic Cruz, Amanda Nunez, and Neil Magny. Uh, so five, four out of my five, won. We'll get to we'll get to Nunez later, but um, Garbrandt really impressed me. I thought he was a one-dimensional fighter. I kind of think Cruz did too, but Garbrandt was his timing was on point. Man, he was catching Cruz. He knocked him down at least three times. Caught him with a really good head kick that split his eyebrow open. That was disgusting. Oh yeah, that was that was bad. He got him really good with that one. And uh, they were talking shit to each other. It was a very entertaining fight. And like I said before, there was a lot of shit talking in the lead up, and you guys know that already. They definitely seemed like they don't like each other that much at all. And um, after the fight, they were very respectful to one another. They both said there was a fun fight. They enjoyed it. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, Garbrandt says he wants to give Dominic a rematch first before he fights TJ, but I think TJ is, is the most deserving. I think Dominic needs a little bit of a break. He fought three times this year, which is big for him because he was out for a long time, you know, and um, he deserves a little bit of a break, but he really did. Garbrandt really impressed me. I still don't like his personality that much. Uh, hopefully, he'll mature, but... And I still stand by my comments that Team Alpha Male is a bunch of dummies, but Carbrandt really did a hell of a job. And to me, that was the best performance of the night. Um, other than Nunez, but the reason I say Garbrandt had a more impressive performance than Nunez is because I already knew that Nunez was legit. I didn't think Cody had the skill to beat Cruz, and he proved me wrong. So to me, that's more impressive than Nunez beating Rousey. And he was, I mean, he was fucking slipping punches and doing robot dances and, and doing oh, the yeah. wave I mean, and shit. Was, oh, was, my he was God. Ba- he was badass during that he fight. Like, he, he, he moved like a fucking ninja. He dropped and did a burpee. It fucking got right back up. And I don't know. It was a very, I, I was kind of disappointed because I like Cruz a lot. And I don't like Garbrandt, but I have to give it to him. That was a hell of a performance. I mean, I was I was most impressed by his ability to to just dodge and weave and duck punches. Yeah, well, he and had that a, was um, insane. He had an amateur boxing record of thirty two and one. So yeah. obviously, his hands and his head movement are really good. I just didn't think he he was like that. I think he. I thought I always saw him more as more of a brawler rather than a technical fighter. So I thought he would play into. I thought it would be like Lineker Dillashaw. That's what I thought it was going to be because the way TJ fought Lineker was uh. You know, Lineker played directly into TJ's style of moving in and out, lateral movement, takedowns, and stuff like that. And, you know, Garbrandt has a really good wrestling pedigree. He was a state champion. Um, so Cruz wasn't able to take him down. He took him down once or twice, but Garbrandt took Cruz down a couple times, uh, if I'm not mistaken. I think at least twice. He just put on a fucking hell of a fight. Yeah, that, I mean, t- as far as takedowns, you mentioned takedowns. There was no, that was this was a total stand up fight. There was yeah, there no, were a couple of takedowns, but they got right back. It up. was yeah, mostly just scrambles. Um, yeah, we didn't. We, it was, I don't know. It was good. That's what I know. Oh, there's the cat. Uh huh. Fucking cat. We got a cat. Yeah. And we know what we never mentioned the intro music. We didn't. We didn't. No. I never. We didn't say anything about that. I wanted to mention it before. Well, go ahead and mention it because you well, don't want to. Well, no, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not trying to fucking blow smoke up my own ass but I just wanted like it's just I just find that it would, it's kind of weird because I listen to Chael Sonnen's podcast a lot and one day his intro music was different I was like what the fuck he didn't even mention it so I feel like that's kind of a weird thing that we didn't mention it but oh, our well. intro music is different it's actually um, I created it on GarageBand they're all prefabricated fucking tracks and shit that I put together and looped or whatever but I like I like it better than the old stuff the one before yeah I kind of cheated with the old one I'm not going to say how but <laughs> I yeah, kind of cheated and created the old one. Yeah, but I guess we go back to this. So, yeah, hell of a fight. Garbrandt, I, d- I don't know how Dillashaw does against Garbrandt. I think I would still pick Dillashaw because I think his his movement... I don't know. Cruz looked sluggish. I'm not trying to make excuses, but it's pr- it, pr- it was... The reason he looked sluggish is because TJ was... I mean, uh, Cody was so goddamn fast, you know? So... Cruz, who normally makes everybody swing at air and look like they don't know how to fight. You know, Garbrandt was perfectly, he was composed. He kept getting back to the center of the cage to meet Cruz. He wasn't, uh, he wasn't letting Cruz push him up against the, against the fence. He did everything right. I don't have anything else to say. He did everything right. And, uh, his post-fight stuff was awesome. They were, they were both, Dominic Cruz was, you know, 
took his loss like a fucking man. That's probably the best, um, the best job I've ever seen uh, of owning up to a loss in a long time. Was Dominic Cruz last night at the post fight press conference? You can go watch it on YouTube. Yeah, um, I mean, it, at the beginning, it seemed like he was kind of making excuses at first, but then he he kind of he was you know, I don't know he kind of leveled out a little bit. Who Cruz? Yeah, a little bit. I don't know. It just sounded off to me. You know, he he just kind of I don't know. It was weird. But uh, he he really came around. I, th- I found he really came around. At first, like yeah. At know. first, I thought he was kind of being. I don't want to say. I guess I don't want to say cliche because I've never heard. I, it is kind of cliche. The first thing somebody asked him was, "You had a kind of a t- you had a tough fight." He was like, "What's tough about that? Loss is part of life. That's how it is." Yeah. That kind of sounded like some sort of fucking get well card, you know. Right. But I, I don't know. I, I liked I liked the, his demeanor after the fight. He didn't sit down. I don't know why he didn't sit down in the chair. He said why, but I don't think I heard it. I mean, he said something. I've been did, standing. Did he? Yeah, he he mentioned it. Somebody asked him why he didn't sit down, and I don't I don't remember exactly what he said, but I do recall him mentioning why he was standing. Um, but Garbrandt had his little buddy Maddox Maple, the guy, a cancer survivor. I think he had leukemia at five years old, I believe. Yeah, five years yeah. old, diagnosed with leukemia. And uh, he walks out with with Cody in all his fights. He walks out with him and. Cody put the belt on him, and Joe Rogan interviewed him after the fight. It was, it was awesome. It really was. It was a good, uh, it was uh, a good, a good moment. And then the champion, the lioness, motherfucking Amanda Nunez. You people call her Nunez. Fuck that. It's Nunez. It's not Nunez. That sounds stupid. I've heard people call her Nunes. Amanda Nunes. No, <laughs> it's Amanda Nunez. And Ronda Rousey. Not Ronda. Ra- no, I'm just kidding. It's Ronda Rousey. <laughs> I've heard people call Ronda Rousey, Ronda Rousey. Jesus Christ. Yeah, my history professor called her, called her that. Learn how to read, you fucks. <laughs> Rousey. Now, fucking, oh, God, that was, that's, that's how I thought it was going to be. Just like I said, the second Amanda rung her bell, Ronda had Holly Holm flashbacks. <laughs> she did. The first thing she did was she was like, oh, no, I'm getting punched in the face. And the problem is, everybody was saying, oh, if she can get in and clinch with Amanda, it's, I even said she might have had a chance to throw her, you know, judo throw her. But good luck closing the distance on someone who has hands like Amanda Nunez does. Jesus Christ. Her boxing looks so crisp. Oh, yeah, very precise. The uh, first... Very accurate. The very first uh, combo she threw was like a leg kick and then a jab, and it whipped Ronda's head by like, ooh. I, you know, I knew from that moment, I was like, okay, yeah, this is exactly how I thought it was going to go. But, uh... Man, Ronda went right back into 48, hiding. Forty-eight seconds. Forty-eight seconds. That was worse. That seconds. was worse than the Holly Holm fight because Holly Holly was more of a counter striker, and uh, I don't want to call her. I don't want to say she doesn't hit hard, but she, you know, she doesn't hit as hard as Amanda does, and uh, she she took it into the second round. Amanda finished her in forty-eight seconds. This is probably the just the worst comeback story in sports that sports have seen in a while because. Everybody, I've seen people like defending Rousey. Like, there's a lot of Rousey apologists on the fucking internet, mainly because her superstardom, you know, it it transcended sports and MMA in general. Uh, she was on she was on Ellen. She was on these talk shows, you know. And but the problem I have with her is, it's all it's all tough girl. Don't be a do nothing bitch un- until it's her, until it's her that's facing controversy. Right. Until it's her that. You know the the, I don't know. I, I just don't. It, you can't. It doesn't. It's a two way street. You you can't you can't just act all tough and then go into hiding for a year and a month whenever you lose. 
I mean, look at look at what Connor did. Connor, I mean, Connor did start talking shit and making excuses. I think that was more to hype up the next fight than it was to to pump up his own ego because I know he knows he lost and he knows why he lost. But after Connor McGregor lost to Nate Diaz at 196, he didn't shy away from the media. He didn't get off the internet for a week or whatever. And I mean, she fucking stayed off everything for you know 13 months basically. And then on top of that, when she came back, she wasn't doing any any media. I don't like that. I don't understand how she got a pass. And like I said in the last thing, she she I think she got it negotiated into her contract. But you can't, you just can't be the tough. And, and like I said, I don't like the word bully because it's a bit of a buzzword. But she was she she really came off as a bitch in the Ultimate Fighter series against Misha Tate. She she was a bitch to Holly Holm. She was, after the fight, she just stormed out of the ring, uh, the octagon. Nobody, no, didn't give any c- congratulations to Amanda Nunez. Obviously, they don't interview not people that got knocked out anymore, which is fine. I'm, I'm completely okay with that. But, uh, I don't know. I just don't like, she didn't, she didn't have a post-fight press conference. I've seen people take beatings worse than that and go to the post-fight press conference. She's just being, that. she's just being, I, I don't want to say petty, but just, just, I, you can say it. That's petty. petty. I say that that's petty. It's like you lost. Deal with it. Everybody loses. You can't just, you know, you can't be the, the best every time. You can't win them yeah. all. I don't know. Yeah. What do you think was going through her head at the time? Why you know why she didn't want to go? You know, I guess she was afraid of the questions that were well, being asked. She claims or, the media turned on her. But I mean, but the, they didn't. The, and and her her opinion of the media, what what she means by the media turned on her in my opinion, means the media stopped kissing her ass and calling her the Mike Tyson of women's MMA. Because that's that was the whole idea. The whole hype is that she started knocking people out. She knocked out, uh, I think it was Alexis Davis. Let me go look at her record real quick. But she started, she was known for, for as a grappler first because she was a judoka. And say what you want, I fuck it, judo, judo blows, all right? Judo blows unless... You're finding someone who doesn't know judo, which is exactly why she was beating all these girls in the first place. She was getting lit up on the feet by Misha Tate, of all people, in their second fight. And then finally, Misha Tate, not making any adjustments, kept shooting for takedowns and getting thrown. Because she didn't have any defense against the clinch when she closed the distance. But anyway, yeah, she, she beat Sarah McMahon by knockout. And then she knocked out Alexis Davis. And then everybody was like, oh, she's the Mike Tyson of MMA. She can... She can beat men in a stand-up fight. It's like she could beat Floyd Mayweather. That that shit, people were saying that unironically that she could beat Floyd Mayweather in a pure boxing match, or maybe not a pure <laughs> boxing match. Maybe not, maybe not a pure boxing match. I, I don't, I don't want to say that, but they were saying that in a fight she would eventually close the distance and clinch him and throw him, and, he, and then he wouldn't know what to do. Which obviously, if she die, if she did get it to the ground, he wouldn't know what to do because he's a boxer, not a fucking ground fighter. But look what look what happens whenever you try to close the distance on someone with fast hands. You get, you get so, damn near knocked the fuck out. <coughs> well, she did. I think one more punch and she'd have been out cold. She wasn't out cold, but no, that quite. was that was as close to as, as close to being out as it gets without actually being out cold. But then she beat uh, Betch Cahaya, and uh, by knockout she dropped her like a fucking two by four. And then after that was the home fight, and then that's whenever people realized, oh, she's not that good of a striker. Why didn't right. she just stick to you know stick to what got her to the dance, and uh, that's what I, I'm sorry I was about to I was I, I blanked out Holly Holm <laughs> was a legit 
striker. She was a kickboxer, uh, a world champion in boxing and kickboxing too. And um, you know, what the first she was really, in my opinion, and in a, in a lot of people's opinion, the first legit striker that she ever faced. Because the the only one that, and obviously they had to hype it up to make it look like it was going to be a competitive fight. But the UFC was touting Bech Cohea as the threat to knock out Rousey. The bitch was a fucking accountant four years before the fight. She wasn't even a full-time MMA fighter for a while. She trained for four years, and then she gets a title shot in the UFC. She, she that doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. You can't expect her. She was an amateur compared to Rousey in terms of experience. So there was just no way. Everybody knew that. Everybody who knew what the fuck they were talking about knew that, I should say. A lot of other people were like, oh, she knocked out Kohea. She's fucking Mike Tyson. And then there's those awful... Uh, videos I showed of you. Uh, I showed you of her shadow boxing. Oh my god, those are terrible. Everybody knows. Everybody knows those. Those are terrible. <laughs> and on top of that, her coach Edmund is just an idiot. I legitimately think he's ruined Travis Brown, which is Rousey's boyfriend. He left Jackson, which is one of the best camps, uh, and went training in wherever the fuck uh, I think is Glendale. I don't know, but. Yeah, Edmund Tarverdian. He's our striking coach and, and like, head coach. But they, they, he's a moron. You don't have to you, – I don't have to explain it. Those of you who know who the guy is know he's a joke in the MMA community. And uh, he he she had a year to, to work on her striking. And I don't know what the fuck she was doing over that year, but she, you know, she physically looked good. That's the best she's looked since her strike force days. And – uh. I don't know. She's not a striker. Just I, I, And on top of that, like I said before, judo works against people who don't know that you're going to use it or against people that don't know how to defend against it. Just like the early days of the UFC. 1993, Hoist Gracie won the first tournament because nobody knew that... Uh, nobody knew what he was doing with his jiu-jitsu. Nobody knew jiu-jitsu or, or submission defense or anything like that. Now that we do... Pure BJJ guys aren't 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 winning all the titles now, you know. So that's she's. I've seen people compare her to Hoist Gracie in that element. Is that she was using a technique that nobody had nobody had an answer for because they didn't know it. That's that pretty much is what it boils down to. The division has caught up to where there are plenty of people in the division now. People, I saw someone on Facebook, I believe, saying she could still be competitive in the division. Well, yeah, she could, but I still think there's a good few fighters that can that can beat her. I think uh, uh, Valentina Shevchenko tools her, beats the fuck out of her. I think Holly Holm beats her again. Obviously, Amanda Nunez. I have a feeling that if you give Misha Tate another shot at her, she would win, but Misha Tate's retired, but, you know, I guess the point kind of remains that the division the division has advanced a lot, and not not just over the breaks she, ta- she took, but just over the past couple of years um, that she was even champion. So I'm going to go look up the bantamweight. Uh, ah. I'm going to look up the bantamweight, the women's bantamweight. Um, what you call that? Division. Fucking idiot. Sometimes I just blank out on the stupidest words. Okay. Okay. Is this not the official rankings? Ugh. Bantamweight. Oh, there we go. It wasn't taking me to. 
filter by ranking. I'm sorry, this UFC website sucks fat dicks. Alright, there we go. Yeah, okay, so number one, well, she's obviously the champion now. Amanda Nunez. Number two is Valentina Shevchenko. I think she beats Rousey. Holly Holm obviously beats Rousey. She beat the fuck out of her. Juliana Pena might because she's got good wrestling, but I don't know about her striking. I think Raquel Pennington beats Rousey. Her striking is really good. Uh, best guy, yeah, no, no, not Liz Carmouche. Maybe Ashley Evan Smith. I don't know. She doesn't have a whole lot of experience. Where's that girl? The one that fought Cyborg. I think she beats her. Uh, uh, um, God damn it. I got to go look it up now. I hate having to look it up because I just have these moments where I'm trying to type and talk at the same time and it doesn't work. Lena, yeah, that's what it is. Lena Landsberg. I, I thought of that before I looked it up, by the way. I think Lena Landsberg might beat her because she's got pretty good striking. I don't know. I just feel like, like I said, the division's caught up to her. She was she was a pioneer. She did a lot for women's MMA, but I think it's... I don't think she, she has to retire. I think she's just doing that because of her own ego. Because like I said, I think she could still have competitive fights and, and be a top contender in the women's bantamweight division. I just think that more people can beat her than than the public thinks or previously thought. They, maybe now they might know, but I've been knowing it for a while. So, I, I don't really... <laughs> I, don't have, um, I don't have much more to say about that. You got any input? Uh, no, not really. Um, they were both good. I think it was a good... They were enjoyable fights to watch. Yeah, the funny thing is, like, now... Um, I enjoyed watching... Uh, Ronda Rousey get done. yeah I did too Dan, the whole, get, just the first get it handed to her yeah the first uh big combination that Nunez when she fought, when she started to land I was jumping around the room yelling get fucked Rousey yeah he got very loud yeah yeah I did but I was really excited especially since Cruz got beat I really was looking forward to Cruz putting a whooping on Garbrandt um. And that, you know, that didn't go over well at all. But then my next, you know, Nunez beat the shit out of her. And, oh, let me, I got, I do have a little bit more to say about that. Um, I mentioned this on the, the my solo thing, the little breakdown I did before the fights. They really weren't doing a good job of promoting Amanda Nunez. The entire buildup, the entire hype about this this UFC 207 was that she's back. Ronda's been out for a year and a month. Let's see what she did. Let's see if she comes back and gets her belt. I bet she does. Like the, the whole the whole entire thing. The previews were were focusing on her. They should have been focusing on Amanda a lot more because she's a real talent and Rousey had been out for over a year. I mean, I don't think that your fans just go away after you were out for so long. But it definitely turned me off to her a lot that she went into hiding like that. And I can about imagine other people think like I do. So I think people that were fans of hers before might have disliked her unsportsmanlike attitude during the Holly Holm fight. And the fact that she just curled up in a shell after the fight and didn't do shit and then 
complained about the media turning on her even though she was a bitch and all that. You know, I think a lot of people would think, would have a similar thought process as me, given that, um, with the whole Rousey situation. So I don't like that they, I don't like that the card was, she's back. I, I don't know what you'd call it, but I don't like that that was the idea of it. All right. Any uh anything else we want to talk about? Um, I don't know. I did see a funny tweet that was like, "You guys remember whenever people were talking about Cyborg versus Rousey? <laughs> Cyborg Chris Cyborg, which actually Cyborg just tested positive for something. I knew it all along. AIDS. Okay. Tested positive for AIDS. <laughs> yeah, from the steroid needles. Yep. She's she stared needles in Brazil. Yep. It's AIDS. Chris Cyborg has AIDS. Now nah. nah, I'm on record saying it. She has roids. She has roids. Hemorrhoids. She has roids. No. The other kind of roids. But that would have been bad. I mean, cyborg is. Yeah, getting in a fight with hemorrhoids would be terrible. <laughs> cyborg, getting yeah, in a fight cyborg. with cyborg. Cyborg having hemorrhoids would be terrible too. It would. Cyborg having hemorrhoids while fighting. That's what I'm saying. Getting in a fight with him when you have hemorrhoids. Why are we talking about this? I don't know because you said positive for roids. I don't think she actually tested positive for steroids, but she tested positive for something that people use as a steroid masking agent, and uh, I think it's a diuretic to help you cut weight, which is dumb because she claimed that that was, whenever she tested positive for it, she said that her doctor gave it to her because of the terrible weight cuts she had, but the last thing you want after being severely dehydrated would be a diuretic, right? It just doesn't add yeah. up. I think she's guilty. If you look at her, she looks like a man. She looks like she's been abusing steroids for a long time. Doesn't look like she's stopped. You can tell when someone gets off steroids because they look soft and flabby. She doesn't look like she's gotten off steroids. I, I Even though USADA is really the best, in my opinion, her first random out-of-competition test that they gave her, she fucking failed. So it would not surprise me if she was figuring out because once, you know, I don't know that much about steroids. I'm not that educated on them and how the whole cycling thing works. But I do know that there's there are periods during your cycle in which you're taking the steroids. When you when you stop that cycle, you take, uh, you know, an estrogen blocker if you're a guy, which is what John Jones tested positive for. So uh, so you don't get uh, gynecomastia, which is bitch tits. That's like when your, your nipples get weird. When you grow tits as a yeah, man. Yeah. And your um, dick shrinks and becomes a vagina. Yeah, right. You're, so your balls don't stop producing testosterone. There's a lot of stuff you do. So, um, so you don't grow a vagina. Yeah. What would it grow like between your balls and your asshole? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you're, 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 the whole area just becomes a vagina. That's fucking weird, Chris Cyborg looks like she has a cock. She does. Her, her clit is probably bigger than my cock. Yeah, I don't know. She's done so many steroids. But anyway... You know, the so so a lot of times if they don't catch you for the actual steroid, you know, whatever you're taking, they'll you'll test positive for an estrogen blocker or I guess in Cyborg's case, something that would be a masking agent to that as a red that's a huge red flag that she was on some shit. And like I said, it's right, her taking shit to hide some shit. Yeah, well, her I mean, her damn her um her story and her team's story doesn't add up. And I Mike Dolce has been saying it for a while. He's the He's kind of a bro guy with bro science type shit, but he's like a dietitian, I think, for a lot of fighters. Ew. Yeah. 
dietitians. Or no, he's a nutritionist. He's not a dietitian. That's I don't think worse. he doesn't have a degree. Yeah. <laughs> but but that's the only difference I think. I don't fuck. I saw it Who on the knows? internet. Now I'm parroting it like I know it as a fact. What but the fact that he's a dietitian? Or no, the fact that the difference between a nutrition and nutritionist and a dietitian is a degree. I oh. could I could be totally wrong about Probably. that. Probably I don't know. Well, Chris Cyborg is a man, and she would have tooled Rousey. Oh, that would have been worse than the Nunez fight. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but Nunez did look good, and Rousey looked like shit. No head movement. They released the corner audio of... Uh, oh, yeah, that was And the, he was just yelling, head movement, head movement, head movement. And at one point, he was like, please, please, head movement, please, please. Yeah, like apparently uh, the message didn't get across. Cause, it was uh, so bad. Yeah, but if you're, a, if you're a fighter and you're supposed to be, like I said... The Mike Tyson of fucking women's right. MMA. Right, head movement should head be movement second nature is to not, you. I is, mean, it's not, not something, something that, that you have to, to yeah. yell. To, right, your corner, your corner needs to yell out. Right, you should have, you should have that shit already. And she was fucking stiff as a board. She, exactly, she I just was... stayed flat footed. Tried to, tried. I don't know what she. She threw like a counter right hook, that looked yeah. like dog shit. Yeah, I think that I think their 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 strike count was a little off because I don't think she landed seven strikes. Yeah, it, it said that Rousey landed seven for seven, seven out of fourteen, and Nunez landed twenty seven out of forty seven, I believe. Yeah, twenty seven out of forty seven. I don't think I think that Nunez landed yeah. more than twenty seven, and I think that Rousey landed less than seven, unless they're counting Nunez hitting Rousey in the hands. <laughs> I, yeah, I, fuck, I don't or, know. Um, I don't even know if I don't even think. Uh, Rousey threw 14 punches. Yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, unless they count her flailing, trying to block punches as yeah. punches. I don't know. Who knows? I'm going to go look at the official stats and see. Because I really would like to see that again. Live stat. All right. Yes. Yeah, that's what we write. 27 out of 47 for Nunez. 7 out of 14 for Rousey. And they're counting them as significant strikes. Like yeah, they're not I, that. Why then? Why the hell is that number not zero for Rousey? Yeah, none was, of those. None of the none strikes of, yeah. did anything to Nunez, and all of the strikes. Well, at least they're counting all twenty-seven strikes as significant for for Nunez because they all were. I don't think a single fucking punch landed hard for Rousey, and no. all of them, all of them landed hard for Nunez. Oh yeah, and I was right about Magni outstriking him two to one. I don't know. And Joe Rogan, I want to talk about this again. He gets a lot of shit for bringing up the scoring system. And I've talked about it before. But <clears throat> um, I just looked at the stats from Marvin Vittori's fight against Antonio Carlos Jr. And he outstruck him 99-44. to 44. So I was like, come on. That's over 2-1. to one. And He did a lot more damage. I feel like they need to have some way to, to, fight, to judge fights differently. Because, that, there's, I don't know. There's no way Vittori was any more beat up than Antonio... Was no, not UFC.tv. Fuck. Yeah, but yeah, I, I think you're right. That the, they need to just kind of redo the scoring system and then. Well, it's based on boxing, and boxing yeah. is a lot easier to say because you have two weapons: a left hand and a right hand. There's no grappling. There's no no knees, takedowns, no, no ground. Yeah, there's nothing. It's just a left hand and a right hand. It's a lot easier right. to objectively score who's winning a fight based on. Strikes landed and that kind of thing. And if you get knocked down, it's a ten eight round. If you get knocked down again, you know, whenever you whenever you get knocked down it they they take a point off of your your, your scorecard. Right. So that's like the whole ten nine, ten eight round thing doesn't even make sense for MMA 
considering the reason around is 10-8 in boxing is because there was a knockdown, you know? And in MMA, it's you have to put a whooping on someone. You have to just about get a stoppage to get a 10-8 round, which to me, I don't think... I think that there should be more, uh, more 10-8 rounds because, I don't know. The way, the way Rogan described it is if a, if a... If there were two, if it was a football game or a base, let's just say a baseball game because I don't like football. But if there was a baseball game and one team scored 10 runs in the first inning in the top of the first and the other team scored one, they'd change the score to 10-9. You know? Like yeah. if they judge it by, by inning, just like they judge fights by a round. Right. I don't know. I don't have the answer to that. I just know that I don't like it as it is now. Any other stuff that you saw? On the internet or anything like that that you want to talk about? That I saw on the internet? Yeah. No, I don't go on the internet. At all? Not much. I like, I, I've been I going to, on Reddit I, a lot. I try to stay away from the internet. I don't know, I deleted Facebook. I still haven't reinstalled it even though we've uh, kind of started up the podcast again. Um, I have Twitter still. I don't really use it. Um, I, I made a mistake on Twitter. Oh God. I follow too many like right wing conspiracy theorists. <laughs> it's just not fun anymore. I go on and it's like Russia, Trump, 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 Russia, Russia. I'm like motherfuckers. You ever? Uh, what have I done? You ever seen Take That Darwin? Take That Darwin? Yeah. No, I'm back and look it up. Yeah, look up Take That Darwin. It's a, it's a, it's, it's funny. Oh, it's a, it's a, Twitter. It's a Twitter account. Yeah. Okay. If humans, have, is this parody? Please tell me it's parody. Uh, it, the the guy that runs it retweets. I mean, like like or quotes shit that people have actually said. It's not like him that's saying this. It's just him like saying, "Look at these fucking stupid people." Okay, so it's just it's just you know, making fun of. I mean, it's 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 real shit. Um, but it's not like his words. It's other people, yeah. it's other people's words. But it's it's funny. <laughs> Some of his shit is really funny. I have to follow this guy. He seems entertaining. Oh yeah, for sure. The reason I asked if this was parody is because his bio is: "If humans evolved from monkeys, why are there still monkeys?" Good work, creationist. Right. Yeah, I bet professional biologists never thought about that one before. But yeah, it's pretty obviously satire. I'm have to check him out. I can't read and talk at the same time. But I was gonna say, um, I forgot what I was gonna say now because you talked about that. But whatever. Also, those knees Tim means through should not have been illegal. They were, like I said, they shouldn't have been though. It's dog shit. It's so dumb. Got to change the rules. And I've heard that they're changing the obviously uh, um they are changing the rules but they uh I don't think that they're going to be officially unified. Like I don't think all I think each commission is going to have to decide what rules they want to adopt, which is kind of stupid. Cuz it's not like you go let's bring it back to baseball. It's not like you go play a game in fucking Minnesota against the Twins and the rules are different than when you go to Texas to play the Rangers. That's all the same every time, everywhere. It should be like that for every sport. Shouldn't be fucking different oh you know what i did want to talk about let me show you something dude fucking okay. there's this girl named gabby garcia who's like a uh, a brazilian jiu-jitsu uh practitioner i was gonna say player it's a word player but i first read anyway she's six foot two 240 pounds god damn she fought in uh ryzen with you, you remember pride yeah ryzen is kind of like right. the resurrection of pride right she fought this girl, who is... She's 31, by the way. Uh, Gabby. God Gabby damn, Garcia. that bitch is fucking huge. She's giant. Jesus Christ. She fought a former professional wrestler, fake wrestler, named Yumiko Hoda. She's five foot six, 
159 pounds, and she's 49 years old. This was a real fight. This wasn't for show. I mean, obviously, it was a spectacle, but this was a real fight. Japan let a 6'2", 240-pound woman go up against a 5'6", 159-pound woman. You sure this person has always been a woman? Good Lord. No, she uh, she's juicing for sure. She used oh, to yeah. be she used to be like fat and chubby and out of shape, but uh, now she's like ripped. <laughs> I like <laughs> this is just funny. Uh, go, uh, the Wikipedia description: uh, Gabrielle Garcia is a Brazilian Brazilian Jiu Jitsu practitioner. It just a sounds br- funny when that's you what say it. Said. Oh, a Brazilian Brazilian. Look, that's yeah. her next to Vandele Silva. Yeah, so I saw that one. Th- this is before she was juicing. She like looks like chubby, and like now she's ripped. I think she's obviously on 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 the shit, but dude, it is incredible that they let her fight this girl. Fucking Japan, and then Mirko Krokop, forty-two year old, oh obviously a legend. He won the tournament. He won Ryzen. He he beat the shit out of the guys he fought. He fought King Mo. Isn't that where? Isn't Ryzen? Isn't that where? Uh, where Vandalay went? Yeah, to Ryzen. Yeah, Vandalay. He Vandalay was supposed to fight Mirko Krokop again, but Vandalay had an injury, and uh, I believe that's why he fought King Mo instead. Here's an article from FightState.com. Notor- uh, monstrous female MMA fighter Gabby Garcia is now sexy and shredded. Yeah, that's I. She I don't know if she had like a cert like a liposuction or she just started juicing and getting in shape. I mean, but that woman just looked to me. That woman just looks like she got a dick. Nah, she's she's a. Because if you look at the pictures, whenever she wasn't in shape like that, she wasn't. Uh, she was fucking manly. Well, she wasn't as ma- masculine as she is now. I don't. I don't think. I think that steroids and HGH and all that should give you the big jaw and the big man head you know uh-huh. I'm gonna go that where is this monstrous yeah it's now sexy and shredded okay I remember Joe Rogan talking about this how she used to be fat and now she's like in shape and shit and yeah. when I looked it up I was like wow he's right she's giant I can't believe that Japan I mean Japan is known for their shit they let people fight like anybody really and uh, I don't know, man. It's just really bad. This it was really the funny thing is, dude. If you you can go look this up online, but uh, Hoda, the first thing she did was like, cause Ryzen they fight in a ring, and uh, like a boxing ring or a wrestling ring. The first thing she did, she starts bounce, bouncing off the ropes like it's a professional wrestling match. Like, you know how they run against the ropes, oh, turn yeah. around and bounce off of their back and run and get to the other uh-huh. side? That's what she did. She was just running around the ring doing that. And then Gabby Carter with like a left hook. And that was over pretty much by that point. She started beating the shit out of her on the ground. It's like, oh. I saw a comment on Reddit that was like, was this fight like a fix uh, and supposed to be a professional wrestling match and no one told Gabby? Because <laughs> she really, <laughs> dude, I don't know. It was, it was awful. But I really... I don't. I don't really have that much interest in that, um, in that organization because they have a bunch of obviously old washed up fighters like Vandalay and Krokop. And now, Krokop won. He's forty two. They let him take all the steroids they want. They let him fight whoever the fuck they want, which is cool. Like if you if you want to do it, go ahead and do that. But you know, you, it just looks silly. That that's the kind of stuff that people. That's the kind of stuff that contributes to the negative stigma of uh, the negative stigma that MMA has in a lot of places. But 
Ugh. I think Fedor. Fedor is, was supposed to fight in Ryzen. Oh, he did fight in, I think. I don't remember. Yeah, he fought Ryzen. He fought one guy, but it wasn't like part of the tournament. But now he's going to. Fedor is going to fight Matt Mitrione because they're both in Bellator. I don't know. It's just so weird. Chael Sonnen's in Bellator. He's about to fight Tito Ortiz in this January. Oh, man. I had something else I wanted to ask you about that wasn't related to MMA, but I forgot what it was. Oh, Fuck. God damn it. I think what? it had something to do with... Oh, that's what it was. Okay. You know what really bothers me? After this past election, you would think people would learn not to give a fuck about polls, but they still do. Yeah. Like, I don't want to try to get political and go down that road again, but why would you... Like, because I see six in ten Americans think this. It's like, well, I mean, if you would have listened to the polls, Hillary would have won by a landslide, and you know what I mean? I don't know. And I know that there's a difference between a poll of, like... Americans public opinion but and and uh, there's a difference there's a difference between that and like a presidential election type poll but who the fuck takes polls who go like it how does that even work I've never been asked to take a poll in my life how does that work like, yeah the people go knocking door to door like the old census folks no nah, I think a lot of it's uh, by the phone phone yeah you I've get never a phone call well and, uh, you get a phone call and hey, would you like to participate in a in a, a nationwide survey? survey? You know, I probably have gotten calls like that and just instantly hung up. Yeah, right. I'm not about to, and I think the majority of people would do that. Like, I don't think anytime I hear something about a survey or or this or that, I think it's a scam and I hang up. And yeah, I don't see why other people wouldn't think that unless they know and they're anticipating. Like, I can't wait for the poll to call me. Right? Do people live for that? Maybe some people do. Like old eighty six so. year old women do. Who don't have anything to do? I don't know. Maybe I don't know. The social justice types do too. I don't know. They want to be. They might. Be, they want to be. They want to be polled on. Uh, I don't know. So they can keep the one in six statistic alive. One in six. What? Or one in four rather. One in four. Yeah. One in three. The one in four in the wage gap. They're just waiting to be called by the polls. Oh man, that's this great YouTube. Have channel. you ever been sexually? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, I have. All the time. Yeah. That's what that looks like. I was about to tell you about a good YouTube channel. I don't remember what it was called. Why? Doctor something. Uh, Doctor. Doctor something. Hmm. That's a shitty name for Doctor Shame. Is that it? Yeah, Doctor Shame. Doctor Shame. S H A Y M. What the fuck is that about? Oh shoot! The audio was playing. I didn't mean to do that. Don't do that. Well, it's an autoplay. I hate that shit. You open up a thing. YouTube, you motherfucker. You're not ESPN. You're better than this. Start playing shit whenever I... Well, like, you remember how BuzzFeed will have these things where it's like, 36 questions for straight white men. Oh, yeah. He, like, refutes them. So not, like, not like, you know... kind of does, like, a Crowder thing. Sort of. Like, like the question as, will be like... That's his thing. The first question on this was... I remember watching the video. The first question they asked was... How does it feel to share a sex with to share a gender with Donald Trump? He was like, I don't know. How's it feel to share a gender with? And I think he like lists some female criminals or some shit. Yeah, or just some pretty shit. Like as women. as if that. And then like there was a part where they had three questions that basically asked the same thing. And he was like, I know you guys just had three separate questions to fill up time and to make it look like you have more content. 
but I'm going to answer all three of them. <laughs> like, he's, right. he's really, really good, and it's not... He, a lot of the times when you come across a guy like this, people write him off as like a dick who's just who's just being a men's rights activist, men going their own way type thing, which yeah. I, I like those two because I like when people are dicks to women. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, but well, those are those are like good for entertainment value. But this guy is actually good because you know he's he's legitimately it's not it's not just in jest. Some of it's like obviously satire but a lot of it is him being serious and just just putting out how stupid these things are so i think you should check him out i kind of listened to him i went down a youtube rabbit hole just listening to him playing grand theft auto shooting women yeah. that's what i did the entire time he's got a video called 50 questions for feminists i think he's got three of those 50 questions for feminists like part one two and three i don't know but it's 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 really nice i hope he uh he only has well, that's still a lot of people, but he's got 166,000 subscribers. Is the best part about all these Buzzfeed? Remember the MTV questions for white guys video? I never saw. I didn't see it. Uh, I, I'm not gonna watch. I don't, I don't know. I don't, it was so. I, I mean, just, I can just about imagine. I mean, I don't. But I never actually watched it. I don't really. You know. You could do what the fuck you want to do. I'm not trying to say they shouldn't be able to put out a video like that. If they if they want to, but I mean, it just makes them look like fucking. Idiots. It's just it, the 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 best part about it is they uh the the dislike counts. I'm pretty sure are like staggering. thousands to one. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> For the, I think they actually removed the video, but Wouldn't doubt videos it. like that. Uh, that's just the most. That's just the one that comes to mind because it was the most recent one that made fucking news and stuff, and that I saw on Twitter, but. Those BuzzFeed videos that's like... Yeah. If they're on YouTube, um, yeah, they get about white horrible, men. horrible dislike counts, which is amazing. Oh, yeah. It's great. It really is. Like, let's see. And then, I'm glad that... And then the best part is, like, the people that come out... Uh, the people that come out and ref- post videos, like, responses... Okay, look, this is a, this is one... 36 questions women have for men. Uh, I think this is the one I was referring to that Dr. Shame did a rebuttal of. And uh, it has a million, 1.87 million views, 40,000 likes, 223,000 dislikes. Jesus. So, yeah. That's that's like five to one. And I think you know who Shuan Head is. Yeah. Yeah, I like her too. I don't know. It's entertaining to see these fucking whiners get shut down like that. It really is. It's 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 always fun. Fuck. I keep I have a bad habit of like closing out pages. Like if I don't I don't minimize ever. I just X out the page when I leave it. Yeah. So I wind up fucking not having what I had in front of me anymore, even though I was trying to look for other shit. I want to see if YouTube has that MTV questions for white guys video still, but I'm pretty sure uh, they took it down because it was getting horrendous uh, dislike counts. <laughs> nah. I see. I see. I don't see it. It's not here. Well, they realize it made them look bad or worse. 2017. Uh, 
New Year's resolution for white guys. That's what it was. Yeah, that's what it was. I want to see if I can find the video. Shit, I'm sure you could if you look hard enough. Because once them, once those fucking videos get put up on the internet, you can't take them down. Oh, here it is. They will never be taken down. It's not on MTV's YouTube account, but this is the this is the it's it's on this thing called I'm gonna give them, give them the credit of uh, a video, a uh, channel called Plain View. I guess he nabbed the video and re-uploaded it whenever MTV deleted it. <laughs> I I hope I'm, I'm guessing, but the how dislike count. Gonna, how, long, how long is it gonna be before MTV sues him? Mm, he's had the video up since December 20th, so. No. But uh, and I remember the video went up in about mid-December, so yeah. they took it down shortly after he had. He must have had it ready, like, ooh, I'm gonna get this because I know they're gonna take it down. Yeah. Um, Smart man. 363,000 views on his channel. 586 likes. 27,825 dislikes. <laughs> so, literally, 50, almost 50 to 1 on the dislike to like ratio. That's Jeez. that's that's really bad. But that's really good. It's good because people know this is garbage. Right. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> I wonder if they actually played I wonder if they actually played that on TV, on MTV. I don't think so. I think they did. I think that was like a uh, of, they they couldn't have got away with that if they played it on TV. So many know, sponsors would have pulled their shit. I don't know, man. It's MTV, man. They, they, they're, I'm sure they're sponsored by a lot of uh, a lot of crazy lunatic fucking social justice types. Well, MTV, like at this point, they're living off the brand they made, you know, in the 80s and 90s. Yeah. So I don't know. They're they're probably they're fine. I, I don't I don't give a <laughs> shit. I don't get. I, I, they're irrelevant now. But like I said, they're like living off of glory from 30 years ago, like you said, and. Right. They're they're not I don't know. But uh fuck I had something else. I was gonna it was with this, where were we? The the white guys video. Uh, oh, I was gonna talk about Reddit. I like Reddit a lot because it's like easy to navigate and stuff, but there's a like a lot of there's a lot of like very left wing people on it. Yeah. I don't I don't go on I mean there's like the politics subreddit. And you know it's getting bad when they're they're like content is coming from salon.com and mother jones oh Jesus. yeah so it's like i want to post a comment in some of those threads like you guys are really reaching if your shit's coming from salon like you're, you're really not trying to be unbiased are you because right. they act like they're not being biased um the moderators do and all that but if that's coming from salon salon is like known for being outrageously unreasonably left-wing like it's ridiculous and mother jones too that's one of those feminist things yeah for sure. You know what I really do like is whenever somebody on uh, on Twitter or whatever on the internet somewhere, <clears throat> I've seen pictures where it's like a a, a a shot of a salon headline that's like, "Why men who objectify women are dog shit" or something, and then like the next one, the the picture is, uh, this one I remember in particular. It's like thirty Olympic bulges that deserve gold, <laughs> like like uh, the swimmers and guys. Yeah, yeah. It's like really, motherfuckers, really. That like you're reducing men to their cocks. You fuckers. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, well, I mean, that's just, that, that'll, you know, that's just how they do. Uh-oh. What's going on with Bill Cosby? I just saw Bill Cosby. Oh, no. What's going on with him? Did he die? Uh, no. <laughs> More allegations coming forward? I don't know. It's still, it's still in the news that he's, NBC, okay, Bill Cosby change of venue in assault case he doesn't want to be tried in this particular court i guess ah stop with the autoplay videos you fucks i hate that 
Bill what, Cosby's I mean, lawyer playing the race card. Oh my god. Uh oh. Seriously? They're gonna eat each other. Oh, that was in September twenty sixteen. I'm late. I'm late to shit on that. Yeah, that was three months ago, man. Dude, there was a point where I was looking up Four Bill Cosby ago. on Google every day just to like see, just to keep up with what was going on. Until I got to the point where I was like, Alright, there's seventy eight women saying he violated them with a fork. I need to stop this because what, what am I? <laughs> That's funny. Ooh, let's see what Jezebel has to say about him. Ooh. I love Jezebel. They're so fun. They're like, ironically. They're so unbiased and fair. And Yes. And, uh, uh, unironically, unbiased and fair and, and, and great content. Right. Of course, we're being sarcastic. Let's see. Ah, uh, this is just an article about him wanting to go to a new trial, a new uh, location for the trial. I wonder what I wonder what the play is on that. I don't know. I haven't been keeping up with it. Maybe I shouldn't have brought this up because I have no content about this shit. But I don't know. I think Bill Bill is guilty. I mean, what are they gonna do though? Put a ninety year old man in fucking prison? He's seventy eight. Oh, that's it. He's already like blind in one eye. Just blind his other eye and let people molest him for a change. <laughs> I think he's blind in one. He's 79, yeah. He looks a lot older. He looks like shit, dude. He aged really bad over the past five, six years. Yeah. I mean, it might have to do with plugging his dick into roofied-up girls, but I don't know. Yeah, I thought he was older than that. I knew he was 70. I I I thought he was older than 79. I thought he was at least like 85. I would, too, because he's been at it for so long. Not the raping. He has done that, too. But nah. he's been in the spotlight for such a long time. Not that I've been around for the majority of his career, but I listened to a lot of his old comedy before, you know, before yeah. I knew. I still I still do. The problem I think it's bad to say his 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 performance, his art is now bad because he is bad. Yeah. I don't think that that's it's fair. I can understand why people think that, but I still enjoy his comedy, you know. Bill right. Cosby himself, that special is one of the best ever. And, uh, I mean, look, there's a lot of people, um, there have been a lot of like public fi- like rappers and, and rock stars and shit that have done piece of shit things, obviously not to the degree of, you know, of, of Bill Cosby, if the allegations are true, which I think the majority of them are a lot of them. And you'll get shit for saying this too, even though it's honest and fair is that a lot of the women have their story, don't have their story straight. You know what I mean? And, and, um, why are they coming out so 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 late after the fact? And I don't know. I just I, I feel like you can't can't ask any questions. It's un it's unfair. Yeah. Doctor Shame has a video about that too. You should. It's about how uh, some feminist YouTuber made a video trying to trying to say that uh, the majority of rape cases are true and and uh, rape allegations. I should say accusations. Oh, good lord. Yeah. And she bases it. She like. There's like a bunch of straw men and, and cherry. I don't want to say cherry picking, but there's like, um, I don't know what the word cherry I'm picking for. for sure. Well, there's that too, but the word I'm looking for, I'm not going to, I don't know if there's like a specific term for this. It's just misusing information. Like she just, yeah. she just, um, puts up these smoke screens with a bunch of these numbers that don't exactly apply to what she's saying and they don't yeah, prove a point just, at all. Uh, yeah, I get you. And, uh, he, he, ta- he takes it apart and, and takes it down and shit like that. But, you know he does that with also he does that with the with the wage gap thing and he does it very well he's well spoken and eloquent and shit yeah we'll let other people do that instead yeah. of us but uh i like him and i like jordan peterson a lot and 
uh, have you watched Steven Crowder get waterboarded yet? No, but I, I, I don't know if I was hearing that earlier. I was watching it. Was earlier. that what you were listening to? Was yeah. he screaming like a little girl? No, no, I hadn't got to that part yet. Oh. He, uh, yeah, I hadn't got to that part yet, but I've been watching. I want to watch it. I, had, I didn't want to. I, I saw when it came up on the, my podcast app when it was uploaded, but uh, I didn't want to just listen to it because it'd be boring. I want to actually watch it. And it was only an hour long, so I need to start watching him live. I don't know. I try not to. Um, I try not to listen or read into too much political stuff because I find myself, um, like looking at a video and it just winds up being like confirmation bias. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Bill Burr says, you go to imright.com and just spew out numbers. Yeah. I don't want to do that. I, I did that a lot, and I probably still do, but I don't. I don't particularly. On issues that are not objective, like like on gun issues, I'll do that because I know that I'm right, objectively, for the most part, you know? Yeah. And on, on things like that, but whenever it comes to, uh, like, I don't know, I guess transgender people and this and that and shit that's fuzzy, I don't want to do it because I don't want to just, you know, there's always there's always videos out there and, and information that'll just that'll just make you... That are just there to make you look, to make you think you're right about stuff. I guess is a good way to describe it. And I don't want to fall into that again. Right. I was wrong. My fucking breakdown thing only got three views. Nobody gives a shit about UFC. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll title this "Bill Cosby Innocent," <laughs> like Kanye West. Remember he tweeted that. What? You tweeted don't remember what? he tweeted Bill Cos the Bill Cosby Innocent? No. That was he just no, tweeted that Kanye did once. In February, Bill Cosby innocent. I want to talk about one more thing. I don't really have it's it. I don't really have like a uh, an idea of. Okay, well let me just go ahead and get into the shit. I don't like how the whole idea is that 2016 has been a terrible year and right. this and that because these celebrities have been dying. But it's like, well, you mean Carrie Fisher was a like she lived a hard life, you know. Rest in peace. She was only sixty, and you know she's an iconic figure in 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 um, Hollywood. I think she did a great job portraying Princess Leia. And uh, but you know when you live hard like that, you, you that shit like that happens. Like I don't know why yeah, it anybody catches up to you. Yeah, and I'm not like trying to say she deserved to die. I don't want people to take that you know take it that way, but I don't know. I feel like people have been mourning over celebrity deaths to to like a really shitty it's like dude don't act like you knew the person yeah it sucks that they died but they weren't your mom except right. for you know debbie reynolds uh <laughs> which was pretty fucked up she died that's carrie fisher's mom she died like the day after carrie fisher died but, but to, to, to act like um this has been any worse and to act like like 2017 is going to be better like all of a sudden what's today today's new year's eve right yeah 31st yeah to act like all of a sudden tomorrow Shit's gonna be fucking fine and dandy and all better. It's just kind of dumb. I don't know. I hate it. It's just yeah. the internet. Yeah. Oh my god. Twenty sixteen. I'm ready for twenty sixteen to be over. Yeah. Like um, like this. The arbitrary turning of the calendar makes anything better. Not yeah. to get all pseudo philosophical on you, but I yeah, just, I yeah. Hate I mean, it doesn't shit. make any sense. Fucking uh uh. It's the current year. Why do the yeah. things still do the things? Right. 
hear that a lot too. Oh yeah, that's. I mean, anyway. Uh, I think it's time to wrap it up. I think it is we'll too. We're running out of shit to talk about. Yeah, it's kind of obvious. Um, you want to plug some stuff? Uh, well, uh, I mean, the podcast Patreon. Yeah. Patreon.com yeah. slash what's happening show if you want to donate. Um, that was a very lackluster plug, man. Come on, donate. Give us your fucking money. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, um, yeah, it would really help. It would be a great help. Um, I do. Get us some new equipment, maybe some, uh, some better, uh, Better equipment, better recording space, um, subscription, you know, allow us to running our website. Running we website have, Ooh. I haven't spoken to him, but you know what I'm thinking of. He's here now. Yeah, I talked to him the other day. You talked to him about it? Uh-huh. So you got him sort he's of. He's totally down. He's down? He is totally down. So guys, we have a guest we lined a, up. We have a guest lined up. And he's actually date. relatively um, popular. He's a, he's a, yeah, he'd be, he, he, he. Don't, don't, don't give too much. Let's do a, t- a slight tease. Yeah, he's a relatively He's a male stripper. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, he's a he's a rapper. He's a rapper. He's a rapper, and he's he actually made a name for himself. He uh, uh he was in he was his he was most recently in uh, New Jersey. Really? Actually, yeah, he was. Yeah, he's, he's been, actually he's toured all, he's toured all over the country, and so he's built himself a little bit of a fan base. He's making a um, living on rapping, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and we're just just like I mean, it's it's neat because it's a guy that we knew. It's just a guy that we've you know, we've known for a while, and uh, yeah. He he came to town and we uh, talked to him the other day and asked him if he'd uh, come on our podcast and he said hell yeah that'd be that'd be cool. Um, I mean I don't you know, but uh, we we don't know exactly when we'll try to get him lined up for the next episode whenever that's gonna be maybe sometime next week. I um, think so. I think I have a pretty good uh, date. I think I have an inter- a pretty good potential date lined up. Can you say um, it now or do you not want to? Nah, I don't want. I'm gonna wait till we. Uh, I'm gonna wait. We can tweet it. Okay. We can tweet it. Yeah. Um, I have more Twitter followers than... Than me. Well, no. I was going to say I have more Twitter <laughs> followers. Like, I feel like that's the way to do it is to build yourself up yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. We can Fucking we can Hulu. It. Hulu followed me the other day. The official Hulu Twitter. They follow like 500,000 people. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what the thing... I don't. I guess it's a good model because they probably get follows back. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, but I don't get it. I, don't I get follow it. them back. I don't give a shit. I don't I was, use Hulu. I've been followed by some odd people that would follow me. Like, me too. Yeah. Some dude sent me a message... And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, oh, of, I'm sorry, wrong person. A couple like, of different, like, relatively well-known comedians have followed me. Yeah, but I've been unfollowed uh, by that one in particular I think you're talking about. I don't know. <laughs> I was following. Cool. And anyway. Um, so, so, yeah. Can't next, say the date. New, new guest. I don't want to say the date um, because I haven't, it's not, talked, it's not I haven't, I haven't spoken to him okay. about it. But I think he'd be good. I think he'd be down for it. Um, and, you know, if... Uh, any, if there's any of his fans that are listening to this podcast right now, because I'm sure, I'm sure he'll be uh, promoting the fact that he's going to be on to his fans, so they can uh, go back and have a listen to our, any of our previous episodes. Um, stay tuned, because it's going to be a good one. I really well, think. I mean, you said any of his fans, like we, like they know who we're talking about. Nah, but he's going to tell people that we're on. Yeah, and those people are going to come and listen to our old stuff. So this, if there's any of his fans that are listening right now, they'll know it. They'll know it as they're listening. And uh, oh shit, yeah, stay tuned for the next episode because it should be a good one. It should be an interesting one. I, I would think know. so. I'm sure he's got a lot of funny stories. Yeah, this is our first. Uh, yeah, right. He probably does. This is our first. Um, I guess real guest with some actual fame. Yeah. Well, you know, Johnny, he's not. He's not, yeah. he's not massively famous, but I mean, he's toured. He's toured the country. Uh, and, made, and you know, made some made a little bit of money uh, on a hip hop career. Yeah, that's a, yeah, it's interesting. So, 
Um, stay tuned for that. And I think that's about it. Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, I want to talk about um, period blood. No, <laughs> that's gross. I couldn't. I couldn't improv anything better. Yeah. Oh well. We'll try again next time. Anyways, can I try again now? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. I want to talk about giraffe cock. Okay. No. <laughs> I don't know why I'm continuing to do this shit. Yeah. Me either. But you know, fuck it. So. Um, all right. Well, I guess that's it. So uh, it's been a good one today. Yeah. We will uh, catch you guys next time.